Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Black and Bougie Podcast. That's right, it's the experience known as the Black and Bougie Podcast. And I am your host, Justin. Thank you all for continuing to rock with me. Um, the journey has been amazing so far. We are now at episode five. That is right, episode five. We made it. We got five of them in the bag. And um, if it wasn't for you all, I don't think I would continue to do it. The amount of feedback that I am continuing to hear is is beyond amazing. Um, you know, when I first started doing this, as I said before, um, I really did it just to get the thoughts out of my head and talk about the culture and things that I had going on. And as it's now grown over episode one, two, three, four, and now five, um, it's evolved into something a lot greater. Um, I'm hearing feedback from people that is actually impacting their lives. And that's the best compliment that you can get is when you're doing something and it's actually making a difference to people. So without your your DMs, your text messages, your face-to-face conversation with mask on um i wouldn't know and like i said the feedback has just been um beyond uh, amazing um, i'm going to share a couple of the thoughts that people said to me and, and i'm sharing them and i'm not going to tell you who they are obviously but i'm just going to share some of their words and how it's inspired me to continue to to do what i'm doing um I have one individual he stopped me and he says, man, he said the, the vulnerability that you're showing on this podcast is actually making me sit down and have conversations with myself and say, what do I need to do to be this free? And I was like, wow, like you don't even know that. What do you say when someone tells you that? Um, the only thing you can say is thank you and, and, and keep listening. Um, it gives you that shy moment. And then there's another gentleman. Um, he actually, he sent me a text message and it was an unexpected text message. Um, and I'm going to read it to you. Where is it here? So he says to me, he says, straight gems you were dropping in episode four, especially when you said how people that have some power hand out the plug too much, making themselves accessible. Also how some people need to figure out their currency. Wise words, brother hope people really catching your language it may go over some heads lol happy for you bro and i was like wow like is this is this real like am i really um just my thoughts um the things that go through my head on the daily that i keep inside is that truly um making an impact in people's lives and this is the answer so i say that to say to you share share with people have genuine organic conversations strip yourself down a little bit um, and show the real you you never know what it can do or how it can help impact another person so you know with with a great episode or you know a good episode um, comes pressure and it's pressure to perform it's pressure to outdo what you've done before and the biggest person that puts pressure on you is yourself. So I, I think I told y'all before in another episode that I love to have samurais around me. And the reason I said I wanted samurais around me is because they are self-disciplined. You know, they take the sword when they take the loss and they stick it in their stomachs. 
and um, you can't have samurais around you if you're not one yourself. And so I've been really, really like hard on myself. So I did something that I normally don't do. I started asking people around me, my family, my friends, hey, what should I talk about next? And, you know, they didn't, you know, they didn't respond, you know, um, quickly. So I'm in my thoughts, came down um, from work and I'm sitting at, at the table and I'm doing what I normally do, which is either listen to a podcast, listen to some some music, listen to some, some of my street poets. And um, this word, it just kept resonating in my head. And the word was uncomfortable. And I had no idea why this word um, was just penetrating my brain. So I'm like, why, why, why uncomfortable? Like, why is this word just stuck with me? Well, you know, I love to go to the dictionary because it helps to clarify things when you can see it in black and white. So I went and I looked at the definition of the word uncomfortable. And it says causing or feeling unease or awkwardness. Causing or feeling unease or awkwardness. So to understand uncomfortable, you have to look at the base word, right? You got to look at comfortable. And so the definition of comfortable is providing physical ease and relaxation. So for me, and what am I going to say next? This is Justin's thoughts. This is no one else's. So if you feel differently, um, don't get offended by it. This is just me. I used to attach the word comfortable to lazy. And that, and, and again, that's just me. It doesn't mean because you're comfortable that you're lazy. For Justin, um, I attached the word lazy to it. And I'm going to tell you why. Something I used to hear all the time when I was growing up. And it was, you know, I just want to be comfortable. Don't want to be wealthy. I just want to, to be comfortable. Live a life of comfort. And so I thought to myself when I, when I would hear this. And I'd say, well, who is the person that thought that up? Who is the person that said to us, be comfortable? Is it the person that was living in wealth and living their best life? And they said, you know what? If we can put this message out and everyone else is comfortable, we can live off of the cream at the top. And that was just my thought process. So I never wanted to be comfortable. I always wanted to be wealthy. And again, some people, it's okay if you want to be comfortable. Everybody can't be on the same level. Everybody can't ride in the same lane. We'll have accidents. You know, we got to be safe, right? And so for me, uncomfortable is something that I feel that we need to embrace. And that is what the name of this episode is. Embrace the uncomfortable. So to clarify that a little bit more, I have to start with a, a stories of my childhood. And one of the things that I did was I, I put a little teaser clip on, I made it on TikTok and I put it on my Instagram, which is the black and bougie podcast. Again, on IG, it is the black and bougie podcast. Please continue to like and follow. And it was a collection of, of, of images. It was a photo slideshow. 
one of the slideshows was me with my glasses on when I was younger. I think I was in the sixth grade. Another one was a photo when I first got to Florida. It looks like a mugshot, but it's actually my driver's license photo when I had hair. And then there were some other photos of when I was going through my going through my cancer battle when I had my stem cell transplants um, when I was in the hospital. And then there was another car, another photo of my first car, which was a 1989 um, Ford Escort hatchback. Couldn't tell me that I wasn't the bomb in this car. Real quick, funny joke about this car. So I'm, <laughs> so I broke the, 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 the driver's seat. I'm not going to tell you how I, I broke the driver's seat, but I broke the, I broke the driver's seat. And so my stepfather was a welder. And so what do we do? Cause the car is about 500 bucks at the auction. So what he did was he welded the, the, the seat straight up. So I couldn't pull it back anymore. So I'm just riding around uncomfortably, um, in this Ford Escort, but I love that car. So the first picture that I put on there was a picture of me in the sixth grade. I was going to McNair Middle School in, in College Park. And I had on a, a paisley, like a gold mustard rayon shirt. I had a misformed, misshaped box. Um, I didn't have a haircut that day. I have, I have no idea why. And then I had on my glasses. Now my glasses were beyond thick. If there's a definition um, that's greater than thick, that's what my glasses were. And so, you know, the technology wasn't really there to, to cut the glasses differently, um, to put different medicines in them to minimize the thickness. So the doctor said, you know what, what we can do is we can put some tint in the glasses and that'll help minimize or soften the thickness of the glasses. And you know what? To my surprise, it did nothing. <laughs> I literally just had thick glasses with brown tint in them. It did nothing for the thickness. They were still thick at the end of the day. And, but what I realized was these uncomfortable glasses gave me vision. I could see with these glasses. And pretty soon I got used to those glasses. I got comfortable in them. So as I began to get, to get older, um, I grew into contact lenses. The contact lenses come with their own challenges. You gotta figure out how to put them in your eyes and take them out of your eyes. And then you soak them every night. And once a week I had to put them in a protein solution. It was a process um, to this um, contact lenses to help me see. Um, they also became uncomfortable at a certain point. But I say all of that to say, if I didn't go through that uncomfortableness, if I didn't embrace it, I wouldn't have had vision. And that's what I want you all to understand when you embrace your uncomfortable. Because sometimes when something is that way, it can actually take you to bigger heights when you master it and then you move on to the next thing. Don't live in comfortable. Don't live and just settle for just this relaxed way of life. Move forward. 
push through and do something greater. Now, you know, there's a, the lost interview that I've told y'all about with a good friend of mine, Ray Daniels. And you know, one of the things that he said in that interview was understanding your why, why you do what you do. And once you figure out that why, then you have purpose. And he said his why was his family. My why happens to also be my family. I can't have my why as my family and push forward if I'm not in uncomfortable situations, if I'm not continuing to break and shape myself for something greater. I hope that's I hope that makes sense to you all. It, it, it kind of makes sense to me. Um, but when you do it, you have to be relentless about it, because as we said, it's uncomfortable. And I want to make sure we don't mistake discomfort with the word uncomfortable because discomfort the definition of it brings pain uneasiness to the point of pain now we're not trying to hurt ourselves but if you can master the uncomfortable and then move on to the next thing you'll see where your um where your greatness lies now we are in the middle beginning and whatever your you know your stance is on it of a pandemic and during this pandemic, people lost their jobs. People were furloughed. Um, people lost their homes. It's just a lot of not great things that happened during this pandemic. And for me, I decided, and I think I've told you all this before in other episodes, that I decided to open businesses. I opened a construction company, started this podcast, and I'm continuing, I'm continuing to work as well. But why did I do this? Why did I put myself in this uncomfortable situation of having to um, juggle multiple things? Because I personally wanted to build, build my own brand. I personally wanted to build something of wealth for my children that can be passed on from generation to generation. And again, that is not something that you can do if you if you live in the comfortable. And it takes a certain amount of um, self-confidence in order to do that. And I'm not talking about the genetically modified kind of confidence. No, I'm talking about the real confidence. I call it genetically modified because it's artificial. It's fake. It's 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 not real. And you you sometimes you're lying to yourself. But when you're truly truly confident, which the definition of that is a feeling of trust in one's abilities, qualities, and judgment. Let me read that for you again. A feeling of trust in one's abilities qualities and judgment you know sometimes words can be so powerful that's why I really want you all to, to embrace the uncomfortable if I'm self-confident that means I trust myself I'm giving myself permission to trust myself in my own abilities in the qualities that I have and in my judgment to make decisions now, again, 
in order to go on this path of embracing the uncomfortable, you have to be relentless. I mean, you have to just go at it with everything you have. And what is relentless? Someone who is relentless is determined to do something and refuses to give up, even if what they are doing is unpleasant. That's breaking and, 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 and molding. You know, when someone, you know, they break their leg or they break on break an arm, um, that arm has to be put into a cast. This uncomfortable, hard, um, I don't know what, what what a cast is actually made out of, but it's it's molded to your arm and it has to stay in that place in order for it to mend so it can grow stronger and you can truly use that use that arm again. So it had to be put into after the pain, it had to be put into an uncomfortable situation in order for it to be able to mend back together and be stronger. Now, you know, I love to listen to my um, my street poets. You know, I, I tell you all about Gucci and not getting lost in the sauce. And you've got you've got Jeezy and you've got some others. And so I was listening to a podcast it's called Big Facts with Big Bank and DJ Screen. And one of the street poets um, by the name of Mike Will, Mike Will made it, um, who has done a number of hits for people. Rihanna, Gucci Man, Ray Schremer, you know, a lot, a lot of different people. And one of the things he said, which I thought was very, very impactful, was vision is to be able to see the unseen. Vision is to be able to see the unseen. Now, how do you do that? I can tell you where you can't do it if you're living in the in the in the comfortable. And comfortable, as I said before, it's 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 your right. You can do what you do. But for this audience, for the black and bougie audience, a culture of people that are upwardly mobile, we don't live in a comfortable. We apply pressure. You know, today I was at a um, I was at a board meeting, and in this and in this board meeting, we had a speaker, and she was talking about implicit bias and while she was talking about implicit bias and this was really to the reason that, that she was brought in is because we've started this diversity committee and um, the the board of directors I'll just say it's not as diverse as it should be or as it can be and so instead of just implementing this diversity committee and saying Let's just throw a whole lot of objectives out there. We decided to create a foundation first of understanding and truly understanding why the need for diversity is there. And so as as she's speaking and she's speaking some truths, some hard truths, and she's speaking as a powerful woman who is talking to a crowd of majority um, white males and there are a few females that are there as well and man I can tell you when you start to talk about race and bias and stereotypes and you know how we can change things that's pressure 
and it can make you really, really uncomfortable. I mean, me as the minority in the room, I even felt uncomfortable because you can see the wheels are turning and you can see people either agreeing, disagreeing, confusion, whatever, um, the, you know, the emotion or the, or the action is, but you can actually see it taking place. And it's like, wow, look at the pressure that's being applied here. And it's making people uncomfortable. But in that uncomfortability, you could also see their growth. You can start to see them listen to the message, take heed of the message and grow. And it was powerful. Amazingly powerful. And so I urge you all. And we know we always talk about the homework, right? I love the homework assignments. You know, it's interesting because when I was younger, I hated homework. Like I didn't, I didn't do homework. It was not my lane. I would take tests. I would pass the test, but I would never do my homework. Like I didn't want to do it. So now here I am. I'm telling the audience to actually do homework. Gotta love full circle. So what I want you to do in this homework is I want you to take a, I want you to take a piece of paper, put a line right down the middle. And I want you to put on that list things that make you comfortable and things that make you uncomfortable. Now, of course, you're going to have some things on the comfortable side, like mom, grandmom, dad, kids, things like that. They make you comfortable. I'm not telling you to throw away the family. Please don't think that's what I'm what, what I'm telling you to do. But I want you to concentrate on that uncomfortable side. And when you're evaluating that uncomfortable side, I want you to say, now, is this making me uncomfortable to the point of where it's discomfort and pain? Or is it something I just haven't explored yet? Is it something that I've just shied away from because it challenged me? And I can guarantee you, once you start to look at that list and you start to try to strategize on how to attack that list, you will be great. Refuse mediocrity for yourself. That's all I'm asking you to do. Refuse to me mediocre. Don't be great at being good. Let me say that one more time. Don't be great at being good. Strive for excellence. And that's only something that can be done as we learn to truly embrace the uncomfortable. Now, I hope this is a message that resonates with the audience. And I hope it's something that helps you to become the best version of you. Now, one thing I want to make sure is I never want to come across greater than when I'm when I'm discussing these topics with you, because I'm not. I'm a work in progress, just like you. I'm just happening. I'm just happening to tell you a few things that I've been able to either master or close to master that have made me the best version of me. And that's the same thing that I want you to do for yourself. I want you to take this list, share it with your friends, share it with your family, 
and take this message and spread it so we can all embrace our uncomfortable. You know, the fact that I, I literally put these images of whether it was tough and rough times um, or whether it was just ugly pictures of myself, um, it did. It, it took some vulnerability and it's something that I had to do. You know, I, I had these pictures in my phone, right? And I would always, you know, skip past them. Like I know they're there and I go to something else as I'm looking to post or, you know, whatever I'm doing. And there was a bit of embarrassment for myself when I looked at these pictures. And I'd be like, man, did I really, really look like that? Like, was I really, really going through that at that time in my life? Like, what the heck was going on? But if it wasn't for those uncomfortable times, like the glasses, I wouldn't have vision. And because I embraced it, I was enlightened. I hope this message resonates with you all. I thank you for continuing to listen and for continuing to support me. I urge you to go to my, my Instagram page and, and hit the, the follow button and, and like some of the posts. That's where you can actually find um, what's going to happen next. You can also find a couple of different things that I'm doing. You'll also start to see me support other creators. You'll start to see me support people um, that are helping to advance the, the black and bougie movement. And I think it's important for me to say this, and this just came to my mind right now, because black and bougie can, can come off a little bit um, exclusive versus inclusive. I can't help it that I'm black, nor do I want to help it that I'm black. I can't help it that I'm, I'm bougie, upperly mobile, and that's what I want to be. But it's important in any movement that you also have allies. So all the cultures that are out there as well, too, this message is also for you. You're included in the messaging. But the purpose of the podcast is to empower people so we can move forward and we can truly be um a part of society that's helping to enrich the society. That's what this is about. Thank you all again. Thank you for listening. I look forward to sharing with you again on another episode of the black and bougie podcast. That's right. It's the experience known as the black and bougie podcast. Be well. <laughs>